On this edition of Magic Pod Squad, presented by Kia, we catch up with Orlando Magic Chief Communications Officer Joel Glass. Joel Glass has been handling all public relations duties for the Orlando Magic team while they were on that three-game road trip, so he can give us a ton of insight into what the Magic experienced on their first road trip of the season, a very successful one, one that made them 3-0 on the road trip and 4-0 to start the season for the first time in franchise history. He'll cover a bunch of stories, including sitting on the runway for three and a half hours, trying to get out of D.C. and get to Oklahoma City, new protocols for traveling parties now that they're on the road, what restaurants they can go to and can't go to, what does the workout situation look like in these hotels on the road, and oh, by the way, best start in franchise history. We will break all that down for you on this edition of Magic Pod Squad, presented by Kia. This is Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic. This is Evan Fournier. This is Jonathan Isaac. This is Mo Bamba. Check out what's new with the Orlando Magic Pod Squad. The host of characters give you a behind-the-scenes look at Magic basketball. The Magic Pod Squad has you covered. Subscribe and rate on iTunes and the Google Play Store today. And this podcast is presented by Kia, official vehicles of the Orlando Magic. Welcome to Magic Pod Squad, and we are pleased to be joined by Orlando Magic Chief Communications Officer Joel Glass, and probably, guys, I would say the man most responsible for our 4-0 start. Would you guys agree with that? I think so. He's certainly doing – he's helping our broadcast out. He's our he's our go-to for coaches' interviews, right. Right. you know, scouting reports. He's, he's an essential worker so. for us. There's no question yes, about no question. Yeah. I did like how everybody took. I I liked how you guys took shots at him, though, as the as the broadcast was going on. You know, taking shots and and spotlighting him, telling you know everybody how he wouldn't be able to get home from Shoney's, which was right around the corner, (laughs) or Stoney's. Stoney's, Stoney's, not Shoney's. That's the big boy. All right, well, let's get into it. Joel Joel Glass just got in this morning, about two or three. You were gone for five or six nights. Welcome back, Joel. How how was that first trip, and how strange was everything the last few days? Well, it's it's definitely different. Um, first of all, I miss my guys. Yeah, um, we miss you too. On the road, it's it's not the same without you. There's no question about that. And uh, everything's different. Everything's different from what bus you're supposed to get on to daily testing to you know how problematic shoot arounds are uh, to the team meals to the flights, and it, it's just all a different world. Uh, as we all know. And uh, so there's obviously some challenges and the schedule's coming up at us fast and furious. But at the same time, I think there's some real benefits, you know, obviously one we're playing and, and two, um, as I was talking about with some of you that it kind of feels like each set is a little bit of a playoff series. You know, you go and you play Washington yeah. twice and, you know, you beat them the first game and then you can kind of feel the pressure building for the second game. So I think the schedule things are some, there's some interesting aspects there. You think that schedule thing uh, benefits um, one team or the other? Could you, could you tell if the visiting team had an advantage? Is there more pressure on the home team if they lose the first game? I mean, what a, what, what's the dynamic like there? Yeah. It seems to me the first game is, you know, like any playoff series really big. And, you know, you want to get that and then you feel good. You have one and you want to try and go get another one. So I think it's really the opening set of these series, which, uh, which can prove to be pretty important. Joel, I'm interested in the logistics of all this. So you said you, you got to determine, figure out which bus you're on. Like normally, you know, there's, you know, there's an early bus, maybe a second bus and a third bus going to a game. 
how many different bus like when you get off the airplane how, how many buses are waiting for you now in this it's 46 buses distant. jj it's 40, <laughs> one 46 like buses one there. for each person buses are there? <laughs> yeah so now there are four buses for everything so you get off a plane and you're signed bus one through four of course i'm on bus four <laughs> non-essential workers um <laughs> But there's four buses, so you can socially distance the whole travel party is really the reason for it. So four buses getting off the plane to the hotel, four buses from the hotel to the game, and four buses after the game to the airport. So it's, uh, you know, we get a list each day of what bus you're on, and you get on your bus and go. Know your seat. So there's no broadcasters don't, broadcasters don't double up anymore. No, no more, no more <laughs> shouts from the front of the bus. Broadcasters, <laughs> double up. Yeah, there's no Brian Hill. Hey, you brought guys, double up. Nope. Oh, no, let, no it's I, instead. No. Instead, you guys have to stay home. You don't even get to go. You don't yeah, even get to double up. Get you to have go. to stay home. So, Joe, this is a personal question. You know, just kind of a comfort thing. Now, with social distancing, are you able to lean way back in your seat on the plane right. and put your feet up, or that would bring you too close to the person, but you know, in front or behind of you? No, but the, JT, the great thing about it is, so there's only one person in each seat. So okay. my bag opposite, Sid was behind me. So okay. my bag was where Sid was, so I could go all the way back. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just, just curious. Yeah, these are the things you wonder about when you're home and you're not so traveling the bags, anymore. The bags don't have to socially distance. <laughs> right. That, you got a buffer saying. there. Now, normally we can get up on the plane, we can walk around, we can grab drinks, we can grab, you know, water, soda, whatever. Can you, what, what are you limited to now? You, I imagine there's not cheese and crackers. Everybody can just grab, right? Right. You know, the thing I was, I was thinking about through this whole uh, holiday was the thing I missed the most was you guys and the Marcatelli ladies thumbprint, thumbprint <laughs> cookies. As Dante yes. said, we're not smashing our hands in cookies and giving them to you. We figured so, this was this was the year to pass on that, unfortunately. Right. Can you so, use a spoon or something? Figure out something else. Well, to that's do? true. That's true. We smash your dirty fingers in my cookie. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's what makes it so much fun for the girls. That's, that's the flavor. I understand. They play the outside all day and then they make cookies. <laughs> And I, I kids are kids are really clean too, so there's no bacteria there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If if everything works out and you kind of know you're going to be okay if you get it, you just want to get it in the right place, like either yeah. at home or a good city, you know, because then it's like a two week vacation, and you know you're that's not true. doing zooms and zones and all this other stuff. So, um, but anyway, I, I I even forgot your question. Oh, what food just? Plane. Food just being able to get up and move around and all just what's the flight like now you know what i'm pretty much scared to death to move anywhere so yeah. <laughs> just kind of sit in my seat now the interesting thing is we now when you get on the plane everyone gets a bag full of snacks and there's okay. some really good snacks now i haven't seen david Steele's yogurt raisins yet no yogurt Ooh, raisins that's tough but okay. right. we did have some mixed nuts we had some oh, i love that pretzels. there you go um, we had a lot of keto chocolate chip cookies. No, leave those on the plane. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank um, you. Pretty good. That's those, the hit. But those kind um, bars, you like those kind bars? You can jam your door you open. Got your with? kind bars. <laughs> so you have a bag full of your snacks. Those, those, those and chips your that are made of cardboard. Those <laughs> yes. chips. They're healthy, David. Yeah, I know they are. 
There's nothing like David standing up by his seat trying to work down some of those cardboard chips. But you, you got your bag full of snacks. Now a flight, I, I hope I have this right. Under three hours, that's it. Your snacks, that's your food. Over three hours, they give you a meal. So last night coming back, we were right on the borderline. Before we got on the plane, they gave us a nice steak dinner that we brought on the plane ourselves. So there's no serving. There's no getting up and going to get the dip and all that. So, uh, Joel, what about what about shoot arounds? We know that uh, Cliff is a big fan of, of the morning shoot arounds, but that's presenting a, a problem on the road with the testing situation, right? Yeah, the testing situation makes it complicated because the players have to do their I guess it's called a point of care test day of, which is a rapid test, which isn't so rapid. You know, it takes a good hour or so to do it. So it shoot arounds on the road are tough. And, and I think we're seeing it, you know, we're, we're in the same boat as everyone else. Uh, we're seeing this all through the league and coaches are trying to find different ways to, you know, whether it's practice, shoot around, ballroom, walkthroughs, film, and just using every opportunity they can to do it. And then the other hard part is, you know, you guys know, usually we get into an, uh, have an off day in the city and the guys who maybe don't play as many minutes just go over to some gym and that that's all problematic as well. So um, they're working through it all and um, it's, it's just a whole new world out there. So. So on the road, you got tested each day, I would imagine. And then the day, is it twice a day? Is it once each day for the, for the game that night? What is the, how much testing did you do? <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> sure anymore, Dante. Too many <laughs> things have been stuck up my nose. Uh, but uh, no, we're tested every day. And just like George being at home on this trip or when I'm at home, he still goes in to get tested. Yeah. So it didn't matter if it was Christmas day. It's not going to be out or if it's New Year's day. We're all going to be tested every day in the red zone. So, um, mm. so we were tested every day. There was a, we, we travel with two um, testers who are with us and they've become part of the team. And basically we get up and we have our testing times, which comes in our app and you go at your testing time and get tested and then hope and pray that you don't have a positive test and they yeah. leave you in Oklahoma city for two weeks. <laughs> That's exactly right. Oh boy, you're Dante, right. I told the I told the girl on Christmas Day that there was a good chance that I was going to test positive for uh, red wine that day. <laughs> yes. So she yeah. she she was she was well aware. She she gave me the special special swab that day. You know what? They're pretty good. They're, we're getting tested too for for these home and road games at Amway Center before every broadcast, and you, they are they are fun. You can the, the the people to interact with. They do try to make it light, but you're still getting tested for a very serious thing, and it's it's. I, I, it's the whole thing is strange for us as well here at home. But I think the interesting thing guys is one of our favorite things about going out on the road is you check into the hotel and depending on what city you're in, man, you love getting out, you walk around, you go to your favorite restaurants and you're limited. Now you, you get the NBA has determined what three restaurants or four are safe in each city. And you're handed that list on each trip, right? Amazingly, the Capitol grill is on every list. Is, is that yeah, amazing that to you guys? Isn't that I, something? I found that amazing. And rocket owner. <laughs> <situation>. <laughs> I just, I, I found that interesting. 
I wonder if Voodoo Donuts is going to be on the one in Portland. It's not even it's not even no. been on an approved list now. Are you yeah, that's not, that's, I, I looked that's not recommended anytime. That shouldn't oh, even be open anyway. No. There's no. 38 health violations a day there. <laughs> and I looked in Chicago. I'm like, oh, you know, what next? I'm going to Lou Malnati's, right? Yeah, no, of course. It appears I'm not. Oh, you're getting it to go. You're going to order it. You're going to pick it up and you're going to bring it back to your room. But you can still do that. This is just approved for in restaurant dining, right? You can still eat wherever you want, right? Have it delivered. Yes. Yes. You can do that. But as you know, we're creatures of habit and it, it's just not the same. It is not. Oh, there was, no, see, no, there was no disco cab ride to Cattleman's Steakhouse. <laughs> is that what you're telling me in Oklahoma City? <laughs> no. And that was one heck of a lift we, ride. <laughs> we, yeah, the, the listeners, that's a little too much inside baseball. We, we, we got a, we got a cab. But was it a cab? It was an Uber. It was an several Uber. Several years ago. Uber. And the guy minivan. had a disco ball, minivan with a, a minivan with a disco ball in the ceiling of his minivan. And we're all sitting there, five or six guys, and this disco ball is throwing red, blue, and yellow lights all over all, all of us. He had the radio blaring, country music, I think it was. Yeah, I'm not sure what that was. But that was, that was a fun ride. Yep. That is fantastic. Are you guys surprised Cattleman's was not on the on the approved list? No. no, no. <laughs> you said it on the air. I was like, there's no chance. There's no on the approved list. No way. Well, there's no uh, doubt when you go to Chicago, Joel, you can get Lou Malnati's. We'll deliver you a cheese and onion pizza. Right, so, because um, because everybody yeah, likes everybody has that one. Joel's under the impression that's a Chicago favorite, and we were told at Lou Malnati's, the one we ordered was the first one they made that day. <laughs> no one's ever ordered it, it was before. Good. I grew up. On Joel, that. if you if you were to get, I think all of us would find ourselves in the same boat. If you were to get out and walk the city, I think we'd all be pretty reliant on David Steele. Magellan is the one that gets us everywhere, and I don't blame you. You probably didn't venture out too much, did you? No, and I, I know you guys joked on the broadcast because every time you said something, my phone blew up. They're talking about you, and they're not talking good about you. And, you know, this, that, and the other. So, no, we were laughing with you, Joel. No, with yeah. you. I, I know. I listen, it's all well deserved, <laughs> but listen, you guys rely on Magellan too. Okay? Absolutely. Oh, and, absolutely. And you can say you don't and pretend you don't, but you definitely do. And let's get the record straight. When it really counted in the playoffs, I got you back to and from the restaurant we ate lunch at in Toronto. That's right. It was next door to the hotel lobby. (laughs) (laughs) And you almost went the wrong way. And we said, no, it's this way. Now, now, you know, truth be told, we do rely on Magellan for a long walk. But, you know, there are times, you know, where, you know, you're out walking and maybe Denver, you know, and, and you can actually in the distance see the hotel and David veers off and you don't panic. Right, Dante? Because you no, can actually know. see the hotel. Right, right. Well, right. Every, now, every now and then the radar gets turned around. Right. Yeah, yes, it can yes. happen. It can happen. Well, Joel well, asked, a, how are we going to get home? There's a solar eclipse. <laughs> Oh, I did, it. but it's got to be. I asked, how are we going to get home with David, not with us? <laughs> well, Joel submitted like, his. You uh, could see the hotel right there. Uh, <laughs> Joel submitted his reputation with his hike in the uh, Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Yes. That, uh, that's an all timer right there. I don't know if we even have time 
for that story. But um, Or in Charlotte when he said, I was just at the baseball game last night <laughs> right there. <laughs> David said it's the exact opposite direction. Yeah. <laughs> There, there but, were, no, but we'll go just Reader's Digest. There were two times when I was, I truly feared for my life because of directions. One, the first time was I was with George, actually. We were in China. <laughs> I was with you. I trying was with to you get too. Purses. Dante was there. Yep. And the guy took us to a Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> first. He took us to a Kentucky Fried alley. Chicken first. <laughs> Doors kept shutting right and left, right and left. And all of a sudden there's all these purses. And then I'm negotiating with the guys for the fake Louis Vuitton purses. Mm -hmm. And uh, George kind of elbows me and says, you're arguing over $6. Let's get the heck out of it. <laughs> if they I, the us, purse, no one will on. ever find us. <laughs> no, we were we were too deep in that one. That was bad. That was bad stuff right there. Well, did you get lost, or were you just? Oh no, we went to safety. we went to we went to a seedy little underground purse guy. I don't even know how we got there. And all I remember is I was with Dante and Joel and and a few other people were with us, I believe. And then I watched, and I was not interested in buying any purchases or purses. I was just along for the ride. And I watched this guy close the door behind us while, you know, Joel's haggling over a, a you know, it looked like a coach purse, but I think it was a couch purse. <laughs> the guy, guy deadbolts the door behind us as we all went in. He oh. shuts the door and he deadbolts the door. And I think I looked at Dante. I was like, yeah, we got to get out of here. Like, I don't we know what's happening right now, but we got to, we got to move. <laughs> we got to get this going and move. Yeah. That was, uh, that was not good. That was not a good time. And the other time was the Pishkan National Forest and. Uh, where was I? North Carolina, David? Yeah. Yeah. You were, you were <laughs> in the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. Yep. Took the kids on a hike and uh, left early in the morning and all of a sudden it's getting dark and I can't find the car. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to ask some That's mountain man walking his dog if he had seen my car. <laughs> That's you guys could have been on the national news. That about day. six hours and it was about a hundred feet from me. <laughs> Well, the good thing is everything's taken care of. You got the buses provided. You've got the meals provided in the hotel. You don't have to go anywhere. Uh, the flights are all coordinated. What about in the arena? What, what was that? We know what it is in Amway Center, but we have some fans. When, no fans in the building. Magic making this great run, 4-0 to start the season, hitting big shots down the stretch. You just hear your guys cheering. You just hear the bench. Well, what are you hearing and seeing? Yeah, it's definitely different from now. There is the piped in crowd noise, sure. but it's definitely different from the bubble. You know, the bubble, they had the virtual fans. You know, it was a TV studio more than anything. Right. You know, it felt like, you know, it, just an enclosed space. And here you're in wide open arenas with tarps on the seats. So it is, it's definitely different. Uh, definitely a different feeling. And, uh, Again, you know, you just got to use the energy of your guys and your bench and you hear so many different things. And so, but uh, when you got it going good, it, it feels really good. You can hear the play calls, right? The coaches are calling plays. I mean, it's, it, it, you know, in a big crowd with noise and extraneous noise going on, maybe, maybe everybody can't hear the players call plays and such, but in this environment, I'm guessing everybody knows what everybody's doing, right? As far as the plays are concerned. Yep. Cliff calls the plays and, and our guys can't ignore him. 
and then the other team echoes the plays and tells them how to cover it. So it's there you and, go. And that goes both ways. They call a play, and our guys know exactly what they're running and where everyone should be, and you know that's just how it is. So interesting. And it's about- trash talking. Do you hear? Do you hear guys? Do people say stuff that maybe ordinarily players, coaches wouldn't be heard that you hear now? You know, you're so close. You can kind of see it more than anything and read lips and, you know, especially some of the barking at the referees, which, you know, I do not condone as an official myself. So, uh, but you see a lot of that, a lot of that. wonder if that could lead to tempers flaring more, you know, where people can hear more and, you know, I wonder if that, that could be an issue at some point, especially when, when this, when you play the same team back to back night. Right. I, I think that there's, you know, sensitivities all around and everyone's just maybe a little bit more patient with each other, especially the officials who, you know, just have to take so much. But I think JT probably could talk to that more when you play a team back to back and, you know, what that feels like. And I, I think it's a really interesting dynamic. It's interesting for, do you think Joel, like, you know, on the broadcast, we're talking about the team and the, and the continuity and everything has helped us and everything. And so I think maybe like catching the, some of these teams early that are in a transition period, like Washington, right? Trying to work in new players and everything that has to be an advantage for the magic, I think. Yeah. I, as you guys know, Cliff is so well organized, has the team so well organized. And I think the beauty of this start is that we have so much more we can grow. Um, you know, he talked about that right after the game to the players defensively, like we, we have so much room for growth there. And so that's, what's great about the four and four and oh start. You just, you're doing it, you're winning, and there's there's so much room to grow. But the continuity, you could definitely see it helps. I mean, our guys know each other so well, and and they're just playing together, and our spacing is good. They're playing at a quicker pace. And so a lot of good things happening right now. As, as we always say, winning is good and losing is bad. <laughs> what do we think, guys? This is history. I mean, we, we are living right. through history right now. This is magic history. There's no team that's ever – gone 4-0 to start the season not the Shaq years not the Dwight years T-Mac no there's been no team of all the teams would you think this would be the team that that would start a season 4-0 not nothing against this group I mean it's a good group just would you ever have thought out of all the teams in Magic history it'd be this one only because it's 2020 so that's That's, why that makes the only reason that makes sense backwards don't you think like when we when the schedule came out and you looked at the schedule and the way it started with the three road games and then, you know, just starting with the, you know, defending Eastern conference champions and everything. I don't think when the schedule came out, we looked at it and said, Oh boy, you know, it's kind of, we knew we had to get off to a good start, but I think with this first four, if we'd have been two and two, we would have thought, yes, that's, that's kind of where we need to be split, you know, maybe split in DC and get one of the others. So. So it is pretty amazing. JT, how would you look at, how would you look, would you look at the schedule differently than you would in seasons past like that? Like, would you take the schedule in, in, in five game chunks? Like I know Brian was a big fan of taking this, you know, the schedule in five game increments and saying, okay, we, you know, we got to kind of go three and two in these five. Is it a little different now? Because, you know, maybe there's not such a road and home advantage and, and who knows what teams are together right now, as opposed to, years past is there, is there a difference 
I, well, everything is different, right? The, I think, you know, Joel's speaking to being on the road and you don't have a crowd, you know, it's, it's, you're in a big cavernous arena. It's got to affect the home team as well, right. but there is a comfort in being in your own building in your own locker room, I guess. But, you know, I always loved the, the five game increments that Brian uh, used to implement so that it really kind of kept you focused, right? Like it, you looked at it from a standpoint of, okay, Let's say you, you let one slip away, you know, you, you, you lose, um, you know, you lose to Oklahoma City, uh, but then you look and, okay, we can get it back with another big win here and try to, you know, I think it just, instead of looking at the, the totality of the season and, okay, we want to win, you know, whatever it is, 35, 40 games in this shortened season, you look at it and you just keep focusing on increments of five, you know, winning you know, I think Brian's thing was, you know, in the Shaq years, we wanted to win four out of five at home and um, three out of five on the road, two out of five or something like that. So it, it really, you know, if you slipped up, well, we got to get one. It kind of just kept you focused. Mm -hmm. I, I, I liked the way he approached it. So, Yeah, I, I remember Brian always writing it on the corner of the board yeah. and the results. And I, I think with Cliff, every game is <laughs> – you gotta win five out of five. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Five out of five. You gotta win well, one out of every one. Yeah, yeah, I think Brian was the same way, but right, he understood course. as players, <laughs> you know, we have our ups and downs, and you know, this was a good way to try to keep us focused and everything. So yeah, um, yeah it was just I, I, I kind of think fun this year. This year is so different. The travel is is way different. We're gonna have five more sets of those playing the same team. Um, in back-to-back -back games and I think in um, all I think four of the five yeah four of the five they're at home so the visiting team will have somewhat of an advantage uh, in that like we had in Washington there was no travel day for us right. you know we right. we were there we, you know we weren't coming in at two or three in the morning uh, we've got Cleveland next next week yeah, and then I think Chicago so they'll be in Orlando Cleveland even has a day off in between the games mm -hmm. So um, they'll just be in Orlando resting and doing whatever, you know, I'm not sure how they're going to practice in this environment, but anyhow, it's, it's a lot different. We've never seen a schedule like this. So I, I don't think yeah. you can really make any kind of predictions. It's going to be interesting to see um, how well road teams do this year. My feeling is there, there may be uh, uh, it may it may even out more, you know, the road teams may do better than in past years, but you know, we'll see. But, and so there's no you crowd, feel? you know, the crowd, the crowd Absolutely. advantage is gone too. Exactly. You have teams that would normally maybe get rattled in the last few minutes of a game. Now don't have to deal with that component. You know, it's kind of kind of playing without that fan element. Last night, Joel, Nick Vucevic became the franchise all-time leader in field goals made. He, he's such a monotone guy, you know, and he doesn't get too high or too low, but no one's made more field goals than him. Did, did you get a sense and do you get a sense that that, that meant a lot to him to kind of have that record? Yeah, I, I wasn't sure he, he knew. George texted me, I think in the, well, right after he did it and said, hey, make sure you get the game ball. So Jacob Diamond, our equipment manager extraordinaire, made sure to get the ball. And uh, I, I don't know, you know, I know you guys interviewed Vooch uh, post game and 
because I was grabbing the cables without gloves. With so. no gloves, by the way. That's against the rules, Joe. I'm not sure what the gloves do. I don't know, but I'm putting like seven gloves on when I okay. grab that thing. I, I don't know have, what they do. I don't know. You have how to have gloves works. to give the microphone or the headphone to what I read, what I read in the, the memo from the NBA was you need anybody that handles that microphone to give to the player, the headset there has to has to put gloves on. So Joel can tell you I, I put like three sets of gloves in my in my jacket pocket. <laughs> And, and the best thing about George is both been tested that day, but, but go ahead. Well, <laughs> right. We all, <laughs> Who knows? Right. But the take best a first baseman's mitt with you, George. <laughs> I should do that. Oven mitts. I think I was just going to take oven mitts with me. That's right. My favorite like thing this. about the headset is, and, and George knows this also. So as the game's winding down, you have a lot of things going on. You got to go set up the zoom room to make sure that's working. So you're running back there. You got to make sure the coaches get the stats of the timeout. Now, now we have the headset thing because Dante's not there. And so I'm, and, and by the way, I, I have renewed, renewed, um, you know, appreciation for all those grips and cable pullers because that thing, you know, in five seconds could become like, wrapped up like in 20 different knots like your extension now, cords at your house right yeah exactly. That, right? exactly like any cord you put in any bag you put it in perfectly and you take it out and it's in knots i don't know how that happens but all this is going on and george is texting me so i'm looking down because i think it's something important he's like are you wearing your gloves <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like and I knew no, the I'm answer was no. his post-game guess <laughs> so um, but anyways, getting back to Vooch, I think he, uh, you know, he was taken back when he heard it. Um, again, I don't know. It seemed like he didn't know to me. Um, and, and then we got him the ball, which was, which was cool. And then when we told the other players in the locker room, they're like, wow, you know, Shaq's come through here, Dwight, obviously Nick Anderson, Penny, you know, all, all those guys and he's the number one guy. So I, I think it was taken back by it a little bit. And it, it just speaks to his total professionalism and, you know, how that guy keeps himself ready every single day. And, and, you know, what, a, what a great guy to have that honor. Absolutely. And, and he, he knows uh, the history of the franchise too. I mean, obviously he spent some time um, just kind of soaking magic history and uh, the big players you even mentioned five or six last night on the air and gave a shout out to Jeff there at the end of the interview that was really cool right I think that was tongue-in-cheek I'm not sure but <laughs> maybe a little still no. still good awareness though yeah, yeah that dry was. sense of humor that yeah. <laughs> you know Joel it's interesting there's there's so much infatuation I know you guys see it too but with Markel Fultz with Cole Anthony with with some of these young guys how how just for experience, you're with them. You're you're one of the few that can can get close to these guys. George too, right? You can be around them as well. What what kind of guy is Cole? And 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 it seems to all of us like Markel Fultz has a new lease on life. Like this seems to be the happiest guy on earth right now. Yeah, you know, first of all, Markel, it is to me, it's an amazing joy to watch that yeah. transformation. And I, I know Cliff has talked about, but like when he got here, um you know, he, he couldn't really lift his arm and, and, you know, he couldn't shoot a basketball outside of the paint and to see the way he plays the game and is all about making his teammates better and his speed 
and his mid-range game and and even his his outside game is it's just it's so awesome to watch and you talk about a guy who wants to be a leader um who is just a good down-to-earth guy it's just awesome to see it's it's awesome to see and um you know cole Cole's a great one for us to have. He has a little bit of an edge to him. Um, he is a heck of a competitor. Uh, and, you know, he's done such a great job with that second unit and so forth. And you could see he's learning the game as we go, and he's going to be a huge, huge asset to us. Well, I think as, before we get out of here, guy, I mean, Magic fans, Jeff, let them know what of, what of this that we're doing is sustainable. We're 4-0. You look at the shooting percentages for some were third in offense, third highest scoring team in the NBA. Defense is middle of the pack. That's probably going to improve. What are some of the things that you guys feel are, are sustainable? And what are some things that, that we either will improve on or might fall down to earth a little bit? Well, it'd be interesting to get Joel's take too, because he's there. I mean, you know, we're kind of no. observing from afar. Um but, you know, what's interesting when you, you look at the numbers, the scoring numbers are, are terrific, right? I mean, we're averaging 120 points a game. Um, but what's interesting to me is we're not, we're not shooting a lot of threes, right? I, I like the way we're playing. I, I feel like, you know, we're playing to our strengths. We've got guys, you know, we just talked about Markel um, and, and, and Cole and guys that their strengths are – getting into the paint. I mean, we're, we're doing a great job. I don't know what we had last night or, you know, uh, uh, again, Oklahoma city was what 60, 70, 70, uh, 70, 70 points in the paint, yeah. 72, right? Right? 22 threes. We're just kind of taking uh, what the defense gives us and making that work for us. Um, David and I were talking on air uh, in the Oklahoma city game about, you know, we're, we're more, we're better at getting to the free throw line. Um, so to me, you know, even when you have a bad shooting night, um, because you're doing those things, we're getting second chance opportunity. We're doing that a little bit more. We're getting out on the break. I think, you know, the, the 110, 115 points a game, I think that's sustainable for this crew. I really do based on the way we're playing. And if we can score like that, you know, Steve Clifford's teams are going to be good defensive teams, right. From a, um, you know, and so, you know, there's that, you know, I always talk about it's that net, right, Joel, that net rating. You can go down and look. Anybody that's in positive numbers is going to be in the playoffs. That's the way it works. You out, you score more points than your opponent. So I, I don't know. I feel really good about the way this thing is evolving. And as Joel said, that Cliff is talking to the guys, we can be better in all those areas. Um, I just, I just really like the balance right now. The scoring is balanced. You know, we get five, six guys in double figures uh, most nights. Um, and I think that's a good way for this team to play basketball. Yeah, I do think, I think it's sustainable too. I, you know, I, I, I think we're, we're, it's unrealistic to think that, um, T Ross is going to continue to score at, you know, a 20 point per game clip. Um, but you know, maybe, maybe he can do that. He's added uh, a little, 19, 19, he's again, added, then. 19 yeah, again. 18, maybe 17, <laughs> 18. He's added a little wrinkle to his game, uh, putting it on the floor, the pull-up jumper. In the mid range has given him another uh, another another aspect of his game that can be a weapon, but uh, if we keep playing with this pace, you know, and I think a lot of that is, um, can we stay healthy? You know, can guys, you know, physically feel up to playing at that pace on a consistent basis when you're playing every other night? 
you know, there's going to be a few nights where you, where you got dead legs. We, we saw that in Washington, right. With the starters, they, 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 they weren't very sharp and the bench because we yeah. have such good depth right now with, um, you know, just a few guys out with injury. We still have a couple of key guys out with injury, but we, we were able to pull it out because we had a second unit that was there. So I think if we can, if we can keep guys basically healthy this year and continue to play the way we're playing, like Steve says, we got to play the right way. We have a chance to beat anybody. If we can do that, we're going to win a lot of games. You know, the thing I'm most impressed with, I don't know about you guys, the fourth quarters when it's crunch time and the game is on the line and we've needed a basket. I mean, we have just come through in those last 12 minutes. The, the numbers are, are, are astronomical. Like we we're outscoring the opponent, I think, by 10 points in the fourth quarter through all these games. It's uh, that's what's encouraging to me is that when the when the when it's money time and it's time to it's winning time, we've come through and, and we've hit the shots that we've needed to hit. So hopefully, you know, that confidence can keep carrying over as as we move along here. Yeah, George. The other, the other cool thing is, we're as we say, we're getting it from all different people. Yeah. Dwayne Bacon last night, Fooch. I mean, and like we say, the pace that Markel and Cole play at, like, it, it, it's amazing. So, and Michael Carter-Williams, my God, he, he's, he is just a beast out there. So, a um, lot, of, lot of good things happening right now. And, but, but they're definitely, they're not, they're humble. They are and Cliff's going to keep them that way too. So I think that's great. I, they, they seem very humble and they understand there's room to grow. And they, you look at everything across the board, everything that you guys just laid out, and there's no reason they can't keep this going. You might find, you might've found a bunch of guys that have kind of started to figure things out at the same time. It's, it's kind of fun to see it unfold. George, when you're watching, can you personally hear too many bacon References. I, I love it. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I think it's fantastic. Enough. I think, I think we it's need fantastic. more. I, somebody, yes. I, one of you guys apologized yes. for it. Like, I think it might have been you, Dante. You apologized I for it. And I, I, and I was thinking in my head, don't, you can't apologize. Are you kidding me? The guy's last name is Bacon. You, 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 you can't gotta, apologize for that. You, you go with it. That, that's, it's that's almost too think, easy. Think, it's too easy. I think maybe David and I used our entire repertoire of bacon references <laughs> in, in maybe in one three sequence. Yours was great, great when he, when we had, well, when Dwayne hit that shot. Yeah. Well, when, no, I think when Dwayne hit that shot and it went into a timeout, you just said, everything goes better with bacon. Yes. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was, it was, the best, the best. I asked David during the highlights for some sizzle yes. sound effects. Yes. And he gave me this. <laughs> Oh, that was awesome. Do you guys have a do you guys have a special do you have a special bacon note card where you just kind of go through and you have them all and you check them off when oh. you just go down the list? No, no, we don't. But um, you need that. You know, I think, need a bacon card. I think the challenge <laughs> challenge is going to be to keep coming up with different bacon references. You know, if we, we can, need we oh, need yeah. a graph. I think we need sure. a graphic or something from Ty and Des and those guys in the truck. Yeah. Like if Dwayne does, like I don't know, like some like a frying pan just pop. See, I I need more. I need more graphics. I need more out of Des. More I graphic, need, more, more bacon graphics. I need a car. I more need sizzle. Yeah, I need, need sound I, effects. We need more more bacon. More more bacon. I like what we got. Way, how is is this anything going? Because. I'm, I'm getting hold on. I can, t can I be objective since I'm not a part of the really a part of the crew. There was a controversy. Uh, one of the nights in DC, I, if David felt like JT kind of pulled the rug from under no, him on no, one. No question. <laughs> no, there's oh. no question. No question. He, he threw me under the bus and left yeah. me there for days. Did you hear about this one, Joel? No, and but back, and then back during the over. game, 
I get a text from Alex saying, oh my God, like you need to talk to Ty. Like David just got ripped off. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's like, so are great. You talking about is this anything? JT, that's tough. You got the CEO in David's corner. That That's not <laughs> good for you. And you know, the next night I was all for David, whatever he, that's right. there, whatever he wants to do. I'm checking my text thread, man. You know, people oh. higher ups. Oh. Was not that can't happen. We have yeah. to have just, objectivity all I did, or it ruins Joel, the whole was, thing. He, he had his, it was great. It was an, is this anything? And he had it from 1983 on. And, you know, I just reminded him that, you know, the great Oscar Robertson, you know, it was triple double related. You can't leave Oscar out. You know, he's, you know, it's the big O, you can't leave him out. And I guess, you know, Ty thought it wasn't anything because I said that maybe I wasn't intentionally. I thought you threw some, I thought you threw some, Will I was just, you know, recognizing history. <laughs> yeah. 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 There was, there <laughs> so was some wilt in there. The old timers. The old timers. David, they, how long did it take you to research that one? That That's going back quite a few years. Yeah. It took me, I, you know, I don't know, three and a half minutes, probably <laughs> maybe four. You should have said three. That's and an half amazing, days. amazing amount of work there. The best is that nugget. I sit in that room with Brian and the graphic comes up and Brian looks at it and go, Oh, that's good. He's going to get a bell. Watching Brian react or he'll go. I don't know if that's yeah. it. <laughs> <It's not anywhere. laughs> Watching Brian's reaction. You know, that's fantastic. the thing. People at home are doing the same thing. You know, they're looking yeah. at it and they're going, eh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's not very good. I think he's going to get a buzzer tonight. <laughs> well, they do that uh, with yeah. every, they, they do that with everything we do constantly anyway. So that's, that's, yeah. The, yeah, that's, that's the, true. that's the fun of it. Okay. I don't think any of this matters unless, Maddie Glass thinks that this team is for real. Where is Maddie Glass, oh. Joel's daughter, after a 4-0 start? The biggest Magic fan. Yes. Yeah, has Maddie, to Florida. Maddie is the, like one of the biggest NBA fans there is and tells me everything. Um, and knowledgeable, too. Knows yeah, what she knows The other day, she was breaking down the Hugh Jarvis trade from the Cubs to the Padres, <laughs> wow. telling me about the prospects <laughs> they got back. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Maddie, uh, Maddie loves. She's she's all on the magic right now. She's like we're four and zero. She's 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 on cloud nine right now. So, um, that's that's good for all of us. That's a good sign because if anything was wrong, she'd let you know. She'd oh, let there's you know. no question. There's she's all she's all in. All right, guys. Well, this is great. Can we make it five and zero? Let's try to keep sure. this thing. Let's do it. There's. There's a scenario tomorrow where we are the only undefeated team remaining if that happens. Yep. I'm, I'm how many games fan I'm, tonight, yeah, right? How many how many games do we have to win in a row before people start talking about 70. You know, we have to win 70 in a row. <laughs> well, listen, those NBA TV, you know, power rankings, we got to yeah. five. The athletic right. we got to four. ESPN, we went from like 20 to 18. Well, I sent I sent Rachel Nichols a little text last night because I had watched the jump and they were all talking about the Hawks and how great the Hawks are and the Hawks are undefeated. And then we won last night and I sent her a text and I said, uh, you think we could, you know, maybe the magic. Could get <laughs> so I just got a text right now while we were on this uh, on this podcast. And, and I, I think we got a mention today. So I'm going to have to go back and, and dig and I think I, I did my job for one night. I listened See, to about two hours of NBA radio today and not Nothing. one mention. Not one. Not, not even not one. <laughs> well, but I, I listened to Bill Simmons' podcast today and he, he had some nice things to say. So. Oh, good. Yep. Well, that's so good. 70, 68 games, JT. 68 in a row, <laughs> okay. I think we'll, we'll, we'll get noticed. I okay. really believe it. All right. All right. Well, good stuff.
Well, let's keep it going. It's been the it's been a great start. I don't think any of us are surprised. We all had it pegged for four and zero. Let's keep it going. Make it five and zero. We appreciate it, Joel. Thanks for the insight. Thanks, Joel. All right. Thanks, Thanks Joel. Guys. This podcast brought to you by Kia, the official vehicle of the Orlando Magic. We'll see you next time.